What's up guys welcome to Professor Reddit. This is your host Awace. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the a-hole for using sign language in public even though I'm not disabled? My oldest brother is deaf from birth. And my younger brother and I were taught sign language when we were little so we could communicate with him. It's very often that when we are among friends or at family gatherings, my younger brother and I would still communicate with each other using sign language, especially when we want to talk about something we don't want other people to know. My oldest brother has no problem with it, but apparently some people think it's so disrespectful to use sign language when we are neither deaf nor mute, especially in public. Yesterday at a friend's parents funeral, which we were attending, a family member of the friend, who is disabled, confronted us. He told us we, who have no hearing or speaking disability, shouldn't be communicating using sign language in public because, first, it's offensive to him and other disabled people. Second, because we are giving the wrong impression to people who don't know us that we're disabled, which is also offensive. I told him my oldest brother is deaf. So we have been communicating using sign language around the house for years, since we were little, and that we had no intention of offending anybody with disabilities. It's just a habit. He insisted that it's still very offensive that we do it, and asked us to stop. I politely told him he's not the boss of me, and I can do whatever I want and then left. Am I really the asshole? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. It's a language. You're allowed to speak languages not everyone understands, be it sign language or Russian. Of course, it's a little risky telling secrets, because you gamble with the possibility someone might understand without you realizing it. It's not cultural appropriation, which is what the family friend seems to be implying. Cultural appropriation involves actual degradation and mimicry of a culture, rather than actively using something that does not lose its value to the people who originated it. It's a language. You're not claiming you invented it, you're not using it to lampoon disabled people. Languages are meant to be spoken, or signed, in this case. Your family friend is off base, and you were well within your rights. He is indeed not the boss of you, and you were doing nothing wrong. I'm gonna go with NTA, because I think signs should be taught to everyone in schools and whatnot. It makes communication easier, and for people like myself with hearing and comprehension issues feel most comfortable when I see people in public using the practice. It's not like you're screwing around taking a wheelchair for a joyride or anything. Heck, this person getting offended is like one of those this is America speak English or leave jerks. That's the common language spoken in your family. You're doing fine. NTA for using sign language when not deaf. Ita for using sign language in group settings when you want to talk about private things. It makes other people uncomfortable and is pretty obnoxious. That would go the same for any other language. Want privacy? Leave the room. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole for telling my wife her parents are not allowed to ever watch our son again? My wife and I have a 2 year old son and have been married for 4 years. Our anniversary was a month ago, and we found a nice, secluded cabin on Airbnb, and rented it out for a long weekend jet away. My wife asked her parents if they would be willing to watch our son and they agreed, as long as we dropped him off at their house. That worked for us, since it was on our way anyway. 
I was raised Lutheran and my wife was raised Catholic, but neither of us currently go to church and have not had our son baptized. My mill knows this and hates it. She thinks our son needs to be baptized or he will burn in hell. She's that kind of Catholic. So we go on our trip and when we pick up our son and ask how the weekend went, Mill says everything went fine and that she has saved my son's soul from the devil. I ask her what she meant and she says she had our son baptized that morning at her church. I tried my best to keep my cool so I didn't scream at Mill in front of my son but I pretty much grabbed my son and left. On the car, right home I was fuming and told my wife as calmly as I could that this would be the last time her parents have our son unsupervised. She tried to downplay what her mom had done, but I told her we need to wait until we get home to talk about it because I'm not fighting in front of my kid. When we got home and had a chance to talk about it, things got eated. I told my wife I no longer trust her parents with our son and that if they did something like this behind our backs I can't trust them to respect our wishes as parents in the future. I said this was a huge breach of trust and I will forever look to her mom differently. She continued to try to defend her mom saying that she was only doing what she thought was best for her grandson. She even downplayed it by saying that it's just a little water and a few words and we don't go to church anyway so what does it matter. I told her that under no circumstances will I allow her parents to watch our son by themselves again. I said that we can still let them see their grandson, but only if we are present. I also said that if she doesn't see what the big deal is with this situation, that maybe we aren't on the same page as parents and maybe we need to see a counselor. She started crying and said that this isn't the kind of decision I get to make on my own. And I'm an asshole for trying to tell her what kind of relationship her parents can have with our son. I told her that I no longer have any trust or respect for her parents and that I don't know if there's anything they can do to repair that. I told her I don't care if that makes me an asshole but what her parents did was unforgivable in my eyes and they put themselves in this position to lose privileges with our son. She's been trying to convince me to change my mind for the last month but I'm not budging. To me this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. That was a huge breach of trust. Nothing religious should be done unilaterally either by the parents, or in this case, grandparents. I do agree that counseling would be a good avenue for you both to get on the same page. Also apparently you're an a-hole for telling her that her parents can no longer see your son unsupervised, but they aren't a-holes for the unauthorized baptism. What? Going against the grain here apparently, but it uh, was what your mill did wrong. A huge breach of trust and something to be discussed. Yes, absolutely. Did it actively hurt your child in any way? No. I get it's an issue with respecting your choices as parents, but it's uh, because you're now trying to make unilateral decisions about whether your partner's mother can see your child without considering your partner's feelings on the situation and the effect your decree. Yes decree will have on her and her familial relations. She's right, you're an asshole for trying to force this decision on her on your own. This is something you and she need to agree upon and you're telling her it's your way or the highway and guess what, if she chooses the highway, your son is going to see your mill unsupervised, whether you like it or not. NTA, does your wife not realize the second your kids are old enough to understand words, their grandma is going to be scaring the fuck out of them with threats of hell. Indoctrination happens young for a reason. 
scar their little minds with fire and brimstone, and sit back. It's insidious. Religion shouldn't be taught to anyone not old enough to critically think, but then, that is the point. Now story 3. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole dumber swarm at employees cold and understand I'm from Georgia, the country. In case there's ignoramuses here who don't know, there's a nation called Georgia, or in our language Sakart Velo, which is located between Russia, Turkey, Azerbaijan and Armenia. Google Kinkali and Kachayo Yuri, our food is delicious. I was at Walmart, and I bought some alcohol which required them to check my ID, so I show them my Georgian passport. They asked me if this was a joke, and told me the state of Georgia doesn't issue passports. I told her there's a nation called M Georgia too, and she keeps interrupting Mr. Saying that us in Breadrednecks need to move on from the Civil War, and that the South lost. I was so fucking confused, so again I tried explaining it, and she told me I need to show her a real ID, not one with Star Wars alphabet on it. Yes this dumb sack of shit thought the Georgian alphabet was the Star Wars language. People in line are yelling at me and telling me to stop wasting their time with my stupid jokes. She calls security SND the manager to report I have a fraudulent document that I'm using to buy alcohol. I go to Google Maps and I show them Georgia, and I said, are you fucking dumbasses satisfied now? Georgia is a real country, it's right here right as the manager shows up. She asks me what's going on, and I explain to her what happened. Manager confirms to the cashier that yes Georgia is a country. She lets me buy the alcohol and she says, have a good day, but in the bitchiest attitude possible. I told my friends, and they said I was unnecessarily rude, but fuck that and fucking hell, I have to explain to someone every day that there is a country called Georgia. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. I really hope this is fake, and while it very well might be, I also know some Americans can be really dumb about other countries. My brother wasn't able to get served alcohol because he had a foreign ID. We are Canadian. If they can't figure out Canada, I can only imagine confusion around countries on other continents. NTA, I 100% believe this could happen. I'm in Europe and an American I met in my Erasmus told me she was surprised how many white people she saw when she visited Spain. Like bitch we are Europeans what were you expecting? I could have understood her not knowing about a small country, but the fact that she didn't even know about the country that discovered her continent? My head was ready to explode. NTA. If it makes you feel better I almost couldn't buy something from Walmart the other day because the cashier kept insisting I was underage as I was only born in 2022. Once the shock and confusion wore off I was able to explain to her manager that that's the year my license expires and clearly I wasn't born in the future. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole for giving my son a bill for half his expenses? My son, 17, asked me for a new gaming system, and I said no, because he already has plenty of gaming systems and games, and doesn't need more. If he wants one he can save up and buy one. He then comes to me with a budget on how we can afford the system. It was mostly just that, if I buy nothing for myself for 2 months, we'll have enough for the system. I told him hell no, it's offensive and, if he wants the system he has to save up for it. Then he comes back with another budget. He and his father calculated how much I've been paid in child support over the years and they decided it would be a good idea to let me know how little a drop in the bucket the gaming system would be. 
I told him I spend that on his expenses every month, but he didn't believe me, so I told him that, if he doesn't think so, he can pay me for his expenses every month and I'll give him the child support. Surprise surprise, when I gave him the bill, it showed that, when you factor in all of the things I pay for in a month, it's much more than child support. Child support doesn't even cover 30%. Now my ex is yelling at me for making our son feel like an expensive burden, but I think I was teaching him a lesson about money, and unteaching him some of what my ex says about support. A to for giving him a bill? Eater, not able to comment, but just wanted to say this isn't a question of being able to afford the console. I can afford it, but that doesn't mean he should just get it. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA, you told him no, and then his father, who probably thinks he pays an exorbitant amount of child support to fund your lavish lifestyle, decided to put his two cents worth in, and it blew up in his face. You counted his budget with the actual household expenses. He's not mad because you made your son feel like an expensive burden. He's mad you embarrassed him and made him look a fool for all of his presumptions about your monthly household costs. NTA. If his father wants to interject, why doesn't he buy the system? That being said, I would sit down and explain that he isn't a burden, but new gaming systems are a luxury item. You can maybe help him come up with a strategy to save his own money, or suggest he take on work outside the home. He is going to be an adult soon. NTA your son was way out of line to come to you with his child support numbers. That was dad stirring the pot, but your son's 17 and was being an ass. Go to your kid and tell him that you knew he was going to be expensive when you heard him and that you love him more than money and always will. P.S. Your ex is a douche who doesn't like his kid knowing how much more you've done for your son financially.